Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Loud Ones Podcast. I am your host, Nas B, and to the right is always my beautiful co-host, Danny B. Hey guys, so we have a special guest. Yes. Um, and I can't wait to get into this this ep- this week's episode, so I'm going to let her introduce herself. Mm-hmm. My name is Cheyenne Watson, I go by Chef Shy. Chef Shy is here, guys. Chef Shy. So... This week's episode, we are going to be talking about black entrepreneurship, um, generation uh, wealth, generational wealth, and um, definitely want to talk about uh, Chef Shy's experience and what she's working on and things that she's doing in the black community. And um, if we have extra time, we might get into some fun stuff. So Yes. Yes. So, um, Chef Shy. Yes. I like that name. <laughs> it's cute. Like, it's so, like, it's, like, quirky, but it's, like... Like straight to the point. Yes. Yeah. I'm yes. a chef. Yes. So when did you become a chef and how long you've been doing culinary arts? Um, I became a chef in two thousand and twelve. Okay. Um, certified. And I Yes. Been- certified. <laughs> you heard that? You heard that? And I've been doing culinary for ten years. Wow. wow. For real? Yes. This whole time? Oh, this whole time. So how when you why, how come when you was visit, visiting me, you ain't bring me no food? Man, we're not even gonna talk about that. Because I'm about to say <laughs> So how did you actually get into cooking? Um, when I was in high school, actually, um, they had brought a culinary department to my school. So, Wait, this is not a New York school? Nah, definitely okay, not. Okay, because I was about to say, that New York is cheap. Right. They, but I, they do have a school that's uh, dedicated to culinary arts. I can't dedicated, remember. but yeah. it's not offered as a class. No. Right, right, right. right. Got you. Nah, so. I went to high school in Orlando, Florida. Shout out to Freedom High School. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, yeah, when I was in high school... You um, can tighten your um, head. Yep. They brought a culinary department to my school. So I took it, Foods 1, Foods 2, and Culinary Arts 3. And that really got me into wanting to be in the culinary field. So Mm -hmm. I went to college for it. And I was like, you know, I'm going to make it do what it's called. What college did you go to? I went to the University of Central Florida. Okay. So what kind of food do you cook? Like, what's your specialty? Um, I cook everything. Right now, I have a lot of vegan clients, so okay. I've been real big on the um vegan tip. But with my Caribbean background, my mother's Jamaican, my father's Panamanian. Okay. Um, a lot of my stuff I infuse with that Caribbean. Yeah. Ooh. You know when you when you Caribbean, you know it's just something else. Like that extra flair, like that good flares. Like <laughs> what? Girl. What is one of your um your your top dishes that you like to make? Um, most most requested, I should say. Well, right now everybody goes crazy over my cauliflower wings. So what happens is they take they um resemble and taste like boneless chicken wings. Okay. Um, but 
other than that, like if I don't have my vegan clients, my regular clients right now, I'm promoting my Henny wings. So okay. I created my own Hennessy sauce. Ooh. That you could put on anything. So you didn't bring none for us. Not one. Yo, you know what? Not that should have been a qualification. Wing. I would have been like, listen. But you know what? Next time I got y'all. You ain't definitely. bring us nothing. Not in the sample, guys. Listen. <laughs> uh, but you know what? I definitely I don't got blame y'all you. next time. Listen. Definitely. I'm going I'm to trust, trust what you say about I believe you. Sauce. I believe you. Listen, once you say you was Jamaican, and then you hit it I, I off with it. the Panamanian. I was like, all right, cool. The food is probably mad good. Nah, facts, facts, facts. So, okay, so that's your top dish. So now I know that we spoke about you opening up a culinary arts school. Right. So what's going on with that? And how did you how did you start that? How did you come up with the idea? Because that's right. so dope. Okay, so basically just going, working in the field. I've worked in restaurants. I've worked in hotels. I've worked in theme parks. And... Um, I even did the entertainment and sports. Mm-hmm. So I said, you know what? I wanted to do something a little bit different. Yeah. It's not that I don't like working in those fields, but at the same time, it's very time consuming. Mm-hmm. Um, when you have a chef, every chef knows that you're working 14, 15, 16 hours. What? You standing. Right. For real? Yes. yes I they, why did I never thought they worked one hour? But because like, I know that I have a friend that's also a chef mm-hmm. and it's just like, it's just time consuming. Mm-hmm. See, see the, dev, the devil's way. trying to get to you. The devil's trying right? to get to no, you. No, that's the devil telling her she should have brought us a damn wing. <laughs> why, why are you going hard about the wing? Because you mentioned it first, Danny. I'm trying to help us out. Shit. I got y'all. Next time. Mm. No, no pressure. No pressure. You ain't pressure. Gotta you ain't pressure. Gotta no no <laughs> it's way. never no pressure. Pressure. Oh, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, like, I understand that, you know, you guys are standing a lot of the time and it's a really like, because you guys, if you're, especially if you're the head chef, like you're under the most amount of pressure. So is you're there true? the old day, the whole day? Definitely the whole day. And you don't get holidays off. What is a weekend? Saturday and Sunday? Never. Oh, wow. Right. That's insane. What's the hardest? Like, wait, Danny, you just asked the question. She didn't answer. I'm sorry. I talked over you. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I don't remember what I asked. No, you asked about being a head chef. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, so were you ever a head chef in any of the... Of course. Okay. So it's really, really being a head chef is almost like being a general manager at a store, if you want to compare it to like the retail environment yeah. um, or being a supervisor wherever you work. So what happens is basically you just have to make sure that the operation is getting ran correctly. Of course, whenever there's an event, mm-hmm. it's always pressure but you have to be that one to say okay this person is working on this that person's working yeah. on that and before you know it everything is going to come together almost like organized chaos that's what i call it okay oh, shit. so what, what what's the hardest environments you worked in as a like a chef or even a head chef um i want to say when i worked for disney Ooh, whoa yeah you worked for disney i love yes, disney World. i used to do disney dream weddings really? what Yes. That's lit. Wow. Yes. I love Disney. I That's, just came back in August. Fire. Yeah. Um very very chaotic, very crazy because um they depend on you for everything and you know when you do Disney is like a fantasy, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Um so you have to make sure that everything is correct and it's somebody's wedding on top of that. So yeah. so when you work for like different companies. Right. The 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 plates that they serve, I noticed that sometimes it's like it has to be set up a certain way. Mm-hmm. So like, did Disney like that? Because Disney be making shit out of like characters. They be making stuff with like characters and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. did you have to go through additional training to kind of? Um, well, basically, like you know, you learn as you go. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're in school, school don't teach you everything, and that's what any, any, anything, anything, yeah, 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 right. Yeah. Um, so you learn as you go. Um, you learn different tricks. Yeah. Each, 
and nicks and necks as you go through it. Um, there's really no set guidelines mm-hmm. to anything. So you just have to always constantly perfect your craft. Nobody knows everything. Yeah. You meet different people from all around the world working at Disney. So they That's know true. different things, you know? So mm-hmm. how long have you been doing your school? Um, well, culinary school was only um two. Well, no, the school that you're you... oh the school that I'm yeah okay um so basically this is how I started off with that um when I was living in Georgia so I used to live in Atlanta girl you've been everywhere every everywhere you know <laughs> like like a nomad <laughs> <laughs> you've been everywhere everywhere listen that that listen <sighs> Danny this should get me hot I'm sorry guys. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you the one drinking it like you think that you you a bad man and you Bitch, this just gave me hot. That's on you, baby. Sorry, go ahead. Or she needed some water. I just had to notice that I'm sitting here, I should not have water shit. Go ahead. Drink some water, bitch. Drink some water. Right. Uh, so so your your culinary school. I'm sorry. I'm just looking. Go ahead. So She's crazy. Yeah, so when I was living in Georgia, uh-huh. um, I was doing sports and entertainment. So that was the type of cooking that I was doing. And I said, you know what? I want to do something different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt like I was running into people. People would be like, oh, my gosh, you're a chef. That's awesome. Oh, I don't know how to cook. I don't know how to boil an egg. Yeah. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do that. So I'd be like, all right, let me, you know, think how yeah. can I teach people how to cook? So what ended up happening was I was like, all right, I'm going to start a little business. And that's exactly what I did where I would teach people how to cook. So I was in Gwinnett County. Um, and I was in their facility, so they did all my advertising for me, all my marketing, and I got all their kids because they came there like it was like an oh, after that's, school, that's like it was like an after school program. And this is in Georgia. In Georgia, that's great. Mm-hmm. So I was doing it there, and I was having a very good outcome or whatever. But I knew Georgia wasn't my final stop because I knew I was coming back to New York. So when I moved back up here, I said, you know what? Since I was doing it in Georgia, yeah, I got to be able to bring it up here. So, so how did you, wait, why did you move back to New York? Because it's my hometown. I'm sorry, <laughs> when you live somewhere That's else. how that goes. It's true. When you live somewhere else and then you know you from New York, you born and you raised and all right. that. And then you right. get, you in that other state, you like, nah, I'm not raising my kids here. I can't do this. And right like, now, the whole um, chef market, there's a whole new market for chefs. There's people who are not even certified like um, Chef Shy, and um, they are making these plates out of their house and pushing it on mm-hmm. Instagram. So there's a whole new market. So there's a whole new market. It's a good time to come back to New York as a chef, yeah. for real. Right, right, right. I mean, and they do that everywhere, but... I look at culinary as an art because yeah. it is. Yeah. And, you know, so not knocking those people that make the food out their house because by any means get your money. But sometimes I get offended. Why? Because I put my all into it. So yeah. just to see, like, you know, you're not serious for real. You're just trying to make some money because mm. you know you can make money. You know what I'm saying? So it kind of offends me a little bit. Nah, you know what? That, that I makes mean, sense. I, I mean, I see what you're saying. Um, because there's so many things, sorry to cut you, but there's so many things that's involved in that. Like, people don't even know food safety. That's number one. That's true. Uh, so when people are cooking out of their house, it's like, okay, food temperature, the temperature danger zone, that's real. Are you really keeping your cold foods underneath 40 degrees and your hot food above 135? Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Bacteria is rapidly growing. I watch people with their videos, and I'm just like, you don't even have the water running. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And bacteria multiplies in seconds. So all that stuff is real. Wow. Do you wash your hands? Do you even have gloves? Yeah, yeah you know that's saying? true. Like, I mean, me and my friends, we'll, we'll, we'll see, like, people making meals out of their house. And then we'll think, like, yeah, 
did she wash her hands? Is she like a clean yeah. person? Right. Like, then you, you have... see those memes where people be washing the greens in their bathtub. Yo, <laughs> what? I'm not going to lie. Like, when I see people put, like, whole Who chicken wings. Like, in the bathtub? Not even in the bathtub, but I see people, like, oh, put nah. it in their sinks. Yeah. And they wash, wash like, the, the greens. Oh, or they put, wilding. like, the chicken in the sink. And they'll, I'll be like, Hugh. I'm like, oh, I hate when your casual and then they serve. They're charging restaurant prices. Yes, yo, what do you wash wash your chicken with? What do I wash my chicken yeah, with? How do you wash it? I put vinegar and uh, I put lemon. Okay, yeah. okay, Girl, that was she, a test right there because people who do hot water, that is not the right way. I, first off, let me say, burns me. First man. off, let me say something. You're not even supposed to even be using hot water to cook your food. You have to use cold water. Because what happens is you're pre-cooking it when you use that hot water so that bacteria is growing. Growing. That's true. My mom always told me that. You're not so supposed to use... So everything you're supposed uh, to use cold water. Everything. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys. She's dropping some, some fucking Some bombs. gems. She, yeah, because... And then you, also when you clean your chicken or you clean anything, you got to really put the vinegar first or you got to really put the lemon first. When you add that water, you're diluting it. So it's not really getting clean. Oh. Put the vinegar first, put the lemon first, let it soak a little bit, then rinse it off with the water. Oh. See, that's the, that's what I do. That's lit. I'm not going to lie. I used to be diluting my my my. Nah, what I Everybody do is I like like as I um I usually put the vinegar in the um what do you call it? Like the wash pan, whatever the hell it's called that. The, the, just a pan. You know yeah. that. I put the you vinegar in first. You know that pan first. that you you mix the meat And up as in. I as I clean my chicken, I put it in there to let it soak. So by the time like I'm done cutting up the chicken and, and taking the fat off, it's already soaking. And then because it's soaking for a little, I let it soak for a little while and then I put a little cold water and slowly wash it off so it don't smell like <laughs> right, right, mad yeah. vinegar. Right, I actually right. have a friend that does like um like she sells meals, but mm-hmm. she's also like a caterer, and she's actually really good at what she does. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, she, I, I don't, I don't know her to be dirty, but she looks like she does what she's supposed <laughs> to be doing to make sure the kitchen is clean. Now I'm not gonna lie, Danny, like she's a the- good friend of mine. Like nah, my friend Lola, like she, she does really good with like her cooking, and she looks like she does a really good job oh. when she's like, you know, even cleaning the meat, doing all of that stuff. And I'm like, damn, that's dope. Oh, so. I don't want to say that. Danny, everybody does Danny, that. Danny, right, you right, can't right, say right. you don't know how to be dirty. I'm sorry. Like, that's weird to say. It's either she's dirty or she's clean. Which one? You say you don't know how to be dirty. <laughs> no, I'm saying I don't know. Like, I don't live in... I've never been to a house, so I can't say that her house is, a, is is clean or nasty. I just know... I know her, and she's not dirty. Like, I've never smelled her. I used to dance with her. Like, she was Personal just a, hygiene and how you manage food is different. No, they they, they do collide. Cause you, they they st- definitely collide, They start to come in. you have to have hygiene, but at the end of the day, you're right, because they could be stink people, but they food be Because point. you could be clean, mm-hmm. But they're washing your chicken with hot water. I've seen that shit. Right, right, right. And nah. they're they they clean. They I, smell good. I ain't, I ain't going. I'm not. I think she. I think she be doing. I'm not saying that she does that. I'm just saying we're not knocking her. Shout out to Lola. <laughs> <laughs> That's how but, I go. Um, so I want to. I want to talk about the school because I think it's really important. Um, what you're doing, and you're definitely allowing children to be educated on culinary arts very early, and and that's very different from what you typically see people starting um, youth centers and things like that with sports and stuff, and that's cool and stuff. But I think culinary arts, um, I think that uh, brings a new skill set to individuals who may not have that opportunity or the access to something like that. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So 
What happened was um, I said, okay, you know what? I want to start a recreational culinary school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to start with the youth um, because my goal behind this school is to try to help end childhood obesity and prove that a lack of nutrition has a direct impact on education. Ooh. Dang. That's good. That's a, so I fuck with that. That's. I've never heard somebody tie it like that. Like that's, yeah, that's like dope. you know, you know. At first, I was thinking that you know maybe you were just trying to like you know just give kids something to do. Nah, it just... gets real. It gets real deep with me because what happens is is that you know and you know growing yeah. up in a Caribbean background on um, what rice is, you, you eat starch everything everything and you and you eat a lot. You eat a lot of starch and a lot of it. Dumpling. You, you eat you rice more rice than chicken. Right, and you eat a lot of you eat a lot of fatty stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. You don't know what you're eating, what you're putting into your body. You're just eating it because you know your mother make it, your grandmother make it, and it tastes yeah. good, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so in our black communities, we don't really have a lot of organic. We probably don't have any organic things, well, I mean, any farmer's markets, any, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Kids don't really know how to read labels. So behind that, like, you know, I'm not just teaching them how to cook. I'm teaching them what they putting into their body. How do you read a food label? Um, when this thing says fat free, is it really fat free? If yeah. it says, you know, low fat, is it really low fat? Um, mm-hmm. If this says no sugar, is there really no sugar in it? Or is there another word that's on that label that means, look, there's sugar inside of it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, also, you know, teach them where the food comes and why do they eat what they eat in different parts of the world. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, in New York, when it's cold, you eating a lot of soup. A lot of oatmeal, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That keeps you heavy. Down south, you're not eating that. It's hot. Who is eating oatmeal for breakfast down south? Mm, Nobody. But they said oatmeal got a lot of fiber. Yeah. Not saying that it's not good for you. It depends but, on how you make it, right? But what I'm saying is why people eat what they eat in different yeah. parts of the world. You mm, know what I'm that's saying? That's true. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that was really the basis behind that. And then mm-hmm. also, I feel like everybody should know how to cook. Mm-hmm. Who want to eat street food every day? So, what kind of um, what community do you serve with that school? Um, my school is located in Brownsville. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so it is going to be serving mainly the Brownsville community, but also the surrounding communities. People could come from all over. You know, Canarsie, East New York, mm-hmm, Flatbush, because mm-hmm. those are the community Crown Heights. Those are the communities that touch it. Um, so, how 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 do how are how is the class set up? So basically, it follows a it's following a curriculum. Um, so almost like you would enroll your child into gymnastics or karate. Um, it's 10 weeks. It follows the school schedule. Mm-hmm. And what ends up happening is, is that, you know, you learn from the beginning knife skills to the end, how to make a gourmet meal. You know what I'm saying? That's oh, literally. Wow. Yeah. And you provide them with all the supplies. Everything, and everything? that they need, they get. Oh, oh wow. wow. That's dope. Mm-hmm. I remember when I was a kid, I used to like cooking. Um, And my aunt, uh, she gave me like this Emerald Lagasse book or mm-hmm. whatever. I mean, we, I lived in the, like, um. Uh, I lived in Laurelton, so, mm-hmm. you know, there were grocery stores, but they were mainly, like, targeting, like, Caribbean stuff. Right, and of course. Because like, mm-hmm. that's what they do. They fill the... Yeah, whatever is in mm-hmm. the community. Demographics. Yes. So, um, I remember, like, I wanted to get certain stuff for, like, the... From the book, and it's like... Shit, they don't even got that. Like, right. what am I going to do with right. it? Like, I'm going to shop right. Yeah, but... Yeah, but, I mean... I know what you mean, though. Like, shop we had, right, key, f- we we had, had key, key food, food and we had, had Pathmark at the time. Mm-hmm. And we didn't, well, we had Big R all the way further down in America, and it became like something else. Like, yeah, but I never even went down there. And for Western Beef store. and the Associate. Yes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you didn't have, like, you see, like, when you go down Merrick Road, where they have, um, sh- what is it? Shop, shop and Stop or whatever. Stop and Shop. Stop and Shop or whatever. And that's targeted more with more um, a variety. Caucasian mm-hmm. things. Yes. And, and being that Emerald is not. Black, right. <laughs> um, 
Of course so you, wait, didn't. you didn't. You weren't raised to like cook Jamaican food. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Like my household didn't really have those ingredients that were in the book, the cookbook. Oh, and, uh, okay, okay, my household it, not only it. did not did my household not have those ingredients. The mm-hmm. grocery stores in the area didn't didn't have, carry it. You're yeah. absolutely right because what happens is it's like sometimes like when I make egg rolls and I want to get the Nasoya egg roll wrappers. They don't necessarily have it. I live in a Jewish community. So, mm-hmm. you know, if I go into a Jewish supermarket, it's not going to be there because that's yeah. not what Jewish people eat. You know Oh, yeah, because everything's kosher. Right. Yeah. There's so many, right. there's so many so, things that... See, I I, I, I look for uh, Caribbean things in my grocery store. So where I live, like I live in a very predominantly right. uh, Caucasian and mm-hmm. um, Hispanic neighborhood in Jersey. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have to search... High and low, or just drive to Laurelton when I visit my mom, yeah, and then pick mm-hmm. up pick up groceries, or I'll send her a list like, "Hey, mom, here's stuff that I need." Because mm-hmm. sometimes when I'm cooking my jerk chicken or my aki and saltfish and stuff like that, they don't have stuff. Yeah, so it's not gonna taste the same. It doesn't taste the same. Well, like- people look at you crazy when you because I think also, um, like you said, there's different foods in different parts of the world. In Jamaica, we call things differently. Mm-hmm. That's true. Mm-hmm. Like avocado, that doesn't it's exist. Pear. It's right here. Right, right, so right, right. When you ask for certain stuff, I'm just like, okay. Like, um, we, well, we say saltfish, but some people understand it as codfish. Codfish or a bacalao. bacalao. Yeah. And I'm, and now I had to learn that because mm-hmm. people look at me like I'm retarded. Yeah. Right. Being Jamaican and Panamanian, I definitely know the difference in different stuff because, you know, we all eat the same meats. Uh-huh. Um, But they call it something different. So yeah. my dad would always say bacalao and my mother would be like saltfish. Yeah. yeah. It's the same yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. with your school, mm-hmm. um, any challenges that you have with working with children children that come from um, impoverished neighborhoods? Um, because sometimes children come with a lot on their shoulders and going into these activities and things like that, you have to build a certain bond or anything like that just to kind of I wouldn't say break them down but just to let them know they're safe and it's it's okay to pick up the skill because a lot of times some people just want to they feel forced to be what their environment feeds them no so do you have any challenges with that no because definitely they every it's like every kid is just like food wow you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah, so yeah. being in a title one area mm-hmm. is like you know they they want to be there mm-hmm. yeah you know and and usually so how old are the kids it goes from 12 to 17 okay oh, so, that's so that's a good like so they on I, so they on instagram so they probably definitely see that there's a lot of chefs right and mm-hmm. and 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 that makes it a cool thing mm-hmm. so um i really think that you having this school is super super dope so i want to talk about uh generation generational, generational wealth, wealth. And building it and how important that is. So you becoming an entrepreneur, did you always see yourself being an entrepreneur? Did you always think, like, I need to build something that I can leave a legacy and wealth to my future children, my family members? Or how did you, was that something taught? Like, Well... I grew up in a two fam, a two parent household. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And I always tell people it's different. When you come from a broken home, you don't life is different and your success mm-hmm. story is different. Completely different. Right? right. So I don't have that typical, oh, I struggled because I didn't struggle. I never had to want for anything. 
You know oh. what I'm saying? But yes. at the same time, I never had that silver spoon in my mouth either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, my dad, um, he was an entrepreneur himself. He owned his own dojo. He had his own scuba diving company. So, Wait, what's a dojo? A dojo, like where a, they do martial arts. Like martial arts. Oh, shit. You didn't know that's what it was called? No. Yeah. It's just like a, um, it's like a karate Sorry, school guys, yeah. if that was a dumb moment. I deadass didn't know nah, that. Nah, that's cool. That's lit. Yeah. That's fire. That's Wait, lit. so was it in, like, was it? The where, dojo was in New Jersey. It's called East Coast Bushido. He still uh, has it? No. Oh. That was passed on. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. so you come from a background of, of entrepreneurship. Right, yes. right. And he used to even own his own bar. Like, so it was just a lot of different things. Like, um, so did I know that that's what I wanted to do? Not yeah. necessarily, because at the end of the day, I was just like, man, you know, you, you're going through school, you're going, you're working. Mm-hmm. But when I started working for people, that's when I realized, I said, I can't work for somebody for the rest of mm-hmm. my life where somebody puts a cap on how much money I, I can, can make. make. Yeah. That does and not make sense. It's you know true. what I'm saying? And, true. and I think it's really important. Um, and, and Danny and I spoke about this. We definitely want to bring um, black entrepreneurs on um, yeah. our our platform because I think it's important to spread the message and awareness that we do exist and mm-hmm. how important it is to let people know that moving forward, like just think about generational wealth and rebuilding our communities right. and um, definitely talking about the possibility of being able to make it. Mm-hmm. You know, making it has become something different back in the day. It was always related to something uh, like your physical capabilities. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's so much more and we're so much yeah. like, just I, just one thing that came to mind just now was Tyler Perry's, uh, his, his studios. studios. That's amazing. And the fact like, that he invested in land that people told him not, not to, to invest and in that shit is huge right, and just right, his right. his upbringing and things like that and i'm just like you know what what you're doing is super super dope yeah i i definitely yeah. think that you pouring into just our communities is super dope because um a lot of the times we get told no mm-hmm. yeah and um it's not necessarily a no like we can do it it's mm-hmm. just that there somebody's putting a perception in your mind to cloud it and make you think you can't do it correct mm. correct and you know, actually, when I had went to apply for the place, um, the realtor that I was working with, she said to me, you have to send us a statement on why we should put you here. Excuse what? Me? Yes. That's exactly what she said. Are you serious? She said, send us a little bit about your company and what you do and why that's you... None of your, that's none of her business. And why you want to be here. You could open a storefront just to sit in a storefront every day. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But so As long you know as you what? pay your rent on time. like Right. Uh-huh. So, you know, I sent it. And she said, wah, you sold my office. She said we was gonna put a barbershop here. So another oh barbershop in the God. community really There's not like three nothing. on every fucking block. Right. Wow. And when I sent her what I was trying to do, she said, You sold my office. Like they want you in there. Can I ask your question? Was the realtor white? Nah, she was Asian. That's the fucked up thing too. Like you know I, what? I don't, I'm so tired of that. I though. don't like mm-hmm. shit like that because they they can they can pass a lot of um, prejudice onto us. They and, definitely do. And and uh, and my thing is like I'm at a point where it's 2019, almost 2020. Why the hell do we have to still prove ourselves right. that we're good enough that to we're be at, that, that we smart enough that we can push the envelope on a lot of things? And it frustrates me because to be honest with you, a lot of th- we are the original inventors and and innovators we're of just, a lot of fucking things. We always so it's always. just I hate that when it's like that. That's that's that. I don't and know. You can't mess was, up. You can't mess up. You can't. You can't be human. No, and, that is and, not. And, and now that I think about it, I don't even. That's that completely sounds unethical, and I don't know 
if there's anything that you could have done. Because I would have, knowing me, I would have researched if a realtor could ask me something like that. If they got to get, I don't know, points or whatever the hell it is against their license or whatever. Because that's ridiculous. Right, right, that right. They can, right. That's they, like if you want to buy I mean, a house and somebody got to, you got somebody going to ask you, you live why here? you want to live here. Show me where you work and how much money you work. So I know that you're not bringing crime or some bullshit. Right, right, right. It, it, I think, like, as African Americans, not even African Americans, let's say black, black and brown pe- people, black and brown people, yeah. we have to put the extra effort in so they know that we're not about to tarnish whatever they have going I hate on. Shit like that. Listen, my money is just as good as the white person, and my money is just as good as the Jew, because mm-hmm. guess what? We are, like, just because we are black and brown doesn't mean that we come with a negative you know what I tell That people? stereotype irritates the fuck out of me. Danny, you know what I tell people? I tell people all the time, listen, when you die, I die. I said, listen, we all gonna turn to the same shit. So I don't understand why you act like you're so different. You don't have different organs than me. I said, we all die. The bones look the same. It's we're the same inside out. So I don't understand what the issue is, why you think you're better. Well, I'm glad that you were able so, to, to break that mold. Right. And, right. you know, like, show her, like, look how ignorant Did that you make were. you want to get that, that, that space more? It did. It did. You know why? Because, you know, I knew that I could bring change to the community. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I was just like, wow, they really asked me, you know, why and what I'm going to be using it yeah. for, you know, because if it was just like a barbershop, yeah, you know, the barbershop is coming in to cut hair. So how long have so, you been open? Well, six months. So not that long. Mm-hmm. Um, But still construction is going on. Okay. Yeah. So it's not like, you know what I'm saying? Permanently with a whole... Yeah, set up, but right. opening set so, up and stuff. Are you gonna have? So, did you do like a soft opening, or do you have? No, it's okay. very, very quiet. Because when the construction is done, mm-hmm. then it will be a whole. I definitely want to stop by. Yeah, Danny, we gotta stop. We by. definitely have to stop by. Also, um, how? What? What were the challenges that you faced in which in getting this whole thing started? Not only with the the space but like you know just like i know you have to be probably like fda approved or something like that or some kind of like um some kind of did you, you know, face licensure yeah. and stuff like that um well honestly because it's a recreational culinary school mm-hmm. you don't need any type of specific licenses okay. oh, it's just wow. right it's just very good though that you have your food handlers you know certificate and all of that, your serve safe certified and you know, your culinary background. Mm-hmm. But I had all of that going mm-hmm. in to the business. So you didn't really face many challenges. Um, I wouldn't really say from a culinary standpoint, no. More okay. so from a business standpoint, yeah. Okay, you could speak on that as well. Do you think it's anything related to race or is it just like Um, well, all three. And when I say all three, I wanna say being young. Black mm. and a female. Mm-hmm. I faced all three of those challenges. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I learn as I go and I'm still learning. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. yeah. going into the business, I didn't I thought I knew because you know I'm working for different companies. I'm yeah. running their company. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I thought I knew, but I really didn't know. And as that speed bump comes, I just gotta get over it, you know? That's so lit. Like, that's, yeah. that's I dope. I really like um I'm really happy to hear this because it's just like we need it like we really need it like no we we definitely do and um so i i know you talked about uh people who sell plates out their house i assume you don't i definitely do not do that so how do we (laughs) get food 
What do you mean? You could place an order. I have a whole website and a what? whole social media. Lies. Yeah, that us? Okay. Way. Chef Shy, check you out. I'm sitting over here because I'm like, I want to test. I want to see your, what's... Place your order. So do you do um, catering for like full events? I do. What? Yes, I do catering. I do different pop-up shops. I, my last pop-up shop that I was in was Harlem Week. Yeah. Okay. Um, Anything you're limited to? Nah, I don't let nothing's too. So small, if I if big. I say yo, listen, pastries. This, any, this is what I want. Mm-hmm. You could you could make it happen. I'm a finesse. It. Okay, that's how. That so goes. you make cakes and all of that. I'm not a pastry chef. Okay, so I'm not a... gonna lie to you. I am <laughs> about to say you want some cake. I'm not no, a pastry chef. She said she's not. Limited. I'm not a. I'm not a pastry chef, and desserts aren't really my thing. But I could do little stuff like you know pies and tarts oh. and make the little so cute you... desserts out of in the shot glasses so, and things like ooh, that. I, okay, so wait, yeah. when you I still like that. That's so good. This is a learning point for me. So, or maybe uh, uh, some of our listeners. So, when you go to culinary art school, mm-hmm. it it's separate from pastry, right? Baking and pastry is this whole category. So, oh. what happens is, so you don't do like dibble. They don't teach you. Everything. Yeah. So, in culinary, in culinary, you learn everything. You learn the cuisine side and you learn the baking side, but you don't get in debt with the baking. Oh. So, if you want to be a pastry chef, then you that's when you get into those classes, the cookie classes oh. and the cake classes and the fondant classes and stuff like that. You mm. know what I'm saying? So, I'm real surface level with the baking. You being a baker. Yo, shout out to all the bakers out there. Shout out to all pastry sis, chefs, home yeah, bakers. Yeah, my, mom, like, my, my, my sister's a baker. Yo, it's like being a scientist almost. Yeah. My, my sister if is, it, is, is starting You over mix something, that's it. Consistency is done. If right. it's not one of those pre-made boxes that just gives you the five instructions, I'm not fucking trying. But my mom my mom and my grandmother, and I have an aunt that um they're really good with like making pastries. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Shout out to the Sparks. Uh, <laughs> But I I know, like, my grandmother used to make, like, these, um, you know, the Easter bun? Mm-hmm. My grandmother used to make that from scratch. Nice. Seriously? Like, from scratch. Like, and I tell you, people used to be placing orders. My grandmother, ta- mm-hmm. my grandmother's dining room table is twice the size of this table. And when I tell you, it used to be filled mm-hmm. with bun. Yes. And then double that because it'd be one on top of the next. Yeah. Like, so I understand. Like yeah. my grandma so, used to make beef patties from scratch. Wait, I was about to ask her oldie Jamaican question. Can you make hard dough bread? I definitely can. That Damn. I could definitely do. My no, grandma used I to make that, that too. I don't know how to make it, but I want to know how to make it because they don't sell it anywhere. anywhere. Like near me, like yeah, yeah. nowhere. I have to be super. Here's a question. I'll definitely send you a recipe. Okay. Ooh, that's lit. Okay, here's a question. Do you make your jerk seasoning from scratch? I do make my jerk seasoning how? from scratch. Like you make like a y'all. wet. You make, do you like make a, a wet, wet or dry? I make a wet. Jerk season and almost like yeah. you're buying walkers with. So okay, you see, you see now, now I fuck with you even more I because can. Grace, Grace, uh, Grace, jerk season is just doesn't do it for me. Like, yeah, nah, you gotta mess with that walkers yeah. with. Yeah, but you know <laughs> what? You gotta be careful with the, the wet sauce because even though it says mild, you put too many scoops. Right. That shit amps it up. Right, 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 right. That cat, that <laughs> no. When I started cooking. Years ago, that caught me off guard. Cause I'm like, it was mild. Like, yeah. And, and that next, you know, <laughs> that shit too hot. <laughs> so know, while we it, on that though, like I created my own Hennessy sauce. I told y'all, cause I'm experiencing with different sauces You should and need stuff. to sell these things. I do. On my website. You got to go to my website. You okay. purchase. You could even purchase through Instagram, yes. Facebook. Okay. And then I also created my own season and it's called Blend. Okay. By Chef Shot is an all-purpose seasoning. It's similar to like Lori's or Adobo, except for it's Ooh, not salty, salty at all. Ooh, so Guys, it be I giving like flavor, like yeah, yo, people listen. be going crazy over that. Shit, I gotta order that. The blend, listen, mm-hmm. y'all hear that? Blend by Chef Shot. Guys, right. I know y'all mouth is watering, like just like mm-hmm. mine is. So, um, so 
we are coming up on time, so I wanted we have this segment um called Nabi. And basically this segment we talk about the dub of the week. Like something that was just completely just fucked up the week. Whether it, it could be something you read in the news, something that personally happened to you, something someone experienced that just threw you off. <laughs> um so Danny, do you have a Nabi of the week? I definitely do. Um this Nabi of the week actually touches on something we talked about and just being limited. Mm-hmm. Um, for all who do not know, I am currently in school. Um, <laughs> and uh, no, it's not funny because this really hit somewhere hard for me. Um, mm-hmm. In my undergrad, like, you know, I did not really take it serious. And now I'm in school and I take school super serious. Um just to skip ahead, I have been placed on academic probation for, <gasps> hold what? on, hold on, for life happening. Not because I don't have A's in my class, which I do. All of my classes A's. My rotation site wants to hire me. Um, and I've been put on academic probation because I overslept for one of my classes, just one class, and I had an allergic reaction for the other. So what? they put me on academic probation for attendance. Kidding? So are how you? long are you on academic probation for? Oh, oh, you want to hear that? Yeah. Um, I'm on academic probation until I graduate. What? And what? A, in a year. And um, Wait, so I never that... failed a class. I have A's in everything. So what does ac- academic probation mean in that school for you? Um, for well, right now, what what they're saying is because of my attendance, they're scared about professionalism. Y'all, I work a full time job, and I have worked a full time job for the last five years, and I've never, I've been let go from one job, but not because of professionalism. I go to work on time. I am at work. My jobs love me. They never want me to leave. So professionalism is not something that I experience. Um, the it, you know what hurt me the most was that. She said, we have to, we want to make sure that, you know, you're, you're going to finish with the program. Excuse me, ma'am. I asked you about the program. You did not come to me about the program. Actually, actually about the program before the program even started. So why wouldn't you want to finish? Why wouldn't I? You know, I'm working to, I'm working my job. I'm doing the podcast and I'm in school at the same time. When I leave school, I go to work and I work a full-time job. So for you to say I'm unprofessional, nah, B. Wow. That's whack. That's, that's whack. And that shit hit home because it's like, you know, when you really put your all into something and somebody stops you, right. that shit is whack as fuck. And they always trying to do it to us black people. Always. 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 But you know what? Whack. I'm going to leave her where she at because God going. So God wait, got you can't go to class or like. I can't. But you know, it's crazy. I, my absences renew next semester and the semester after that. So it's just like, um, oh, yeah. I'm going to be on ap- academic probation for attendance when my attendance renews. So what does that mean? So basically, like, if you miss another uh, day, what? Uh, if I it? miss another day from this semester, I will be removed from the program. Nah, that's crazy. That shit, you know, it just. It, it, so it, you can't get sick. Nah, like circumstance can't happen. You can't be sick. You can't breathe. You can't be late. You can't do any of that. But guess what? This program, this program's accreditation mm-hmm. is based on me passing the class. So if I fail the class, guess what, bitch? Your program goes to shit. Wow. That's crazy. That's whack. But it's like, you know what? Sometimes life is thrown at you and you just got to take what they're giving you yeah. at the moment. Mm-hmm. Because, you yeah. know, shit get better. And I ain't going to stress it no yeah. more. That's crazy. crazy. Yeah. So, my Nabi um, is, 
I'm sorry, Danny, you're going through that. I just kind of right, you like through you. That's my nappy. Like, nah, you know, like, like Danny, Danny's my nigga. So I just I feel yo, bad I, that she's friends, going through my this. My friends be like, yo, damn, like you really hustling. Like mm-hmm. everybody's like, yo, you really doing all of and this. And she's about her shit. So I just feel bad that somebody would even doubt that. But it's it's happened my whole life. I've had teachers doubt me before. It's just like you know, like, mm-hmm. and every time they try to doubt me, it's just like, did you send an email? Oh, no, she gave me a letter. No, I'm saying, did you send an email to inform them what happened? Before oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh, oh. When I missed it, when I had the allergic reaction, um, I sent my homework and an email letting them know I will not make it. And I sent my classmates my homework so they would know. Right, right, right. Man. Oh, geez. I remember college days. Right. Yeah. Uh, I do not miss them. No. I'm about to go back, too. Nah, 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 nah. I'm contemplating my master's right now because I already got two degrees. <laughs> so you got to mentally prepare for that. I know. You I already do. got I got two degrees and I, I don't, eh, I don't know. But um, what's your knobby? So my knobby of the week is Danny's about to look at me crazy because she knows the situation. So basically, <laughs> um, we've been doing this podcast now. We yeah. on we we coming up on what, fourteen episodes, <laughs> and Danny and I we come here, we talk our shit, we say what we we have to say, and um, we talk about personal experiences. Me and Danny get really deep with you guys, and mm-hmm. um, we're very transparent always always um regardless if it we know that it may impact somebody we would like to be transparent because we know our our listeners go through similar experiences and we don't ever want to make it seem like we're too good or we're so different right right. Mm -hmm. so we did an episode a little while ago on friendships and um, we talked about some of the fuck shit that we dealt with with some of our friendships Mm -hmm. and um i was fully aware i I mean I, i don't know I, I never cared if an ex-friend or a, a person I no longer associate with listened to my podcast. Not right? at all. I never cared. Because I wasn't lying. Um, because or was she? My thing is, I, I'm a person, um, I always kept it a buck. I don't really have no reason to do I'm not hiding from nobody. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, and I'm a person that, if anybody who knows me, no matter how we fell out, because I'm not a person that I'm not... You you know me. Yeah, why not her since elementary school? I, I, right. I, you never know, know her, me to be like a troublemaker nah, or no wild yeah. shit. So uh, I wouldn't be sitting here right now if she was. <laughs> My thing yeah. is like, and I'm I'm a I'm a cool person. Like even if I haven't talked to Shy in a in a while, mm-hmm. she hit me up, and you already know if you wanted to like if I was still in Lawton, she'd be like, oh, I'm in a. Her, I have never been any like mm-hmm. kind of crazy person. Right. Right. So. There was this person I used to be friends with that we spoke about during the friendship um, episode. And uh, she wrote this really heartfelt message about her mom online. And I know her mom because we've been friends since kids. And I was like, oh, you know, that's super dope. I forgot. I said something like that. I like the picture. I get this long fucking like <laughs> 10 page fucking letter sent to me about how I disrespected her and how, oh, you don't think I would have listened to your podcast. And I didn't. I, it's been heavy on my heart. My thing is that episode aired like what, three months ago? Yeah. So, July. So <laughs> it's our second. Episode. She basically went off and said how I was lying on the episode. Mm-hmm. And it was crazy because. The, the problem when people accuse people of lying, especially in situations where there's multiple people involved. Right. It's kind of hard to say someone's a liar when there's multiple people involved. Right. But anyways, the, the, the knobby of a week is this is the shit that pisses me off. She was like, I'm just letting you know why I'm blocking you. I was like, just block, just block me, me, bitch. <laughs> my thing is, block my, me, bitch. My, I, wasn't, I wasn't even going to talk about this, but my thing is. 
this is she she said it was strange for me to like a picture after I talked now me and Danny never mentioned names if the if the shoe fit it fit mm-hmm. it just happens to fit it just happens to fucking fit mm-hmm. and my thing is we never mentioned names or anything like that but my thing is she told me it was strange to like a picture and say oh my now this is the thing where I have I, this is my nobby I feel like you could be a mature person that separates from a friendship or relationship. I don't hate you. Right. I don't I don't not like you. Right, right. If there was something that was that fucked up the vibe of our flow or relationship or whatever, I'm allowed to speak on that. I don't hate you. I'm a, a person that can come People if are you want to speak about their experiences. Yeah, like right cuz that's exactly what you're doing. You're speaking so my thing with that right. was mm-hmm. I didn't like that she told me it was strange for me to like her her a picture of her mom. And I'm like, Shorty, you've been watching my stories. You've been liking my shit since you heard this episode. I'm strange and you're fucking strange. You hit me up to tell me that you're blocking me. But you you've know. been watching me. I, I'm trying to figure out who's the fucking strange one. If it's been on your heart, now, she should have been king. My Sorry. thing is, my thing is, like, she's like, oh, using her for an episode. Now, if I did that, I have no problem. I would have name dropped if I really... But, bitch, you're not... You know what I mean? You're like, irrelevant. I don't understand, like, why people say that you're lying because you, you what you experience is different from what you think is reality. Just, just... Like... It just... And then, and then don't the way... Don't lie. The way real. She, the way she justified what she thinks happens mm-hmm. fucking didn't make sense. So I was like, all right. I was like, you know what? And it just, it just, and I was um, talking to Danny about it. My thing with, with people is as we get older, mm-hmm. we're not in high school. We're, we're not going through this. Mm-hmm. If we didn't physically have an altercation and there's people who I really, I've never beat. I'm not a person that beats with people. Anyways. Even if we had a physical you know altercation, mean? you guys got, thing all is, right, that's dead. Y'all fought, get it over my with. My thing like, is like, done. If, right, right. It, unless you disrespect me, my husband or my, child other than, oh my mother my maybe my sisters i'm not gonna she flex maybe with you. my sisters yeah because my sisters yeah. i mean they a little you know i got a large yeah. wild family so yeah. it depends on what happened right but for the most part i could be like hey what up you would have never known i don't fuck with you right you know what i mean right so my thing is come to me as a you know what i mean and mm-hmm. when i explain my part Sure, shorty already had blocked me on Facebook. I said, "Well, bitch, it's not like I was fucking with you, anyways." I just, I mean, the she should have just wrote a letter. I just said, and- "Nice," like I can't even say, "I'm strange for liking a picture about you talking about your immigrant mother." I understand my mother's an immigrant. <laughs> I, so I don't know. Right. that's when I was just like, you know what? She's this the is- strange ones. Definitely. So this is yeah. why I'm saying, and it just to go, it justifies even more what the fuck me and Danny was saying in that episode. So that's my nobby. I just feel like we can Listen. still be mature individuals, no matter yeah. if we I- separate I mean- in our lifetime. I don't have no bad blood. Yeah, but don't I mean, lie on my character. That's one thing I don't like. I just don't was going to post something like that on Instagram. I hate when people lie on my character. Don't lie I will be character. okay with you telling the truth about me. And Danny, but, no, I told her about some stuff that, you know what I mean? And I'm like, Danny, not even like that. I don't like you like, like that. Yeah. That's and messy. that's the thing. That's I'm, I'm just going to talk about it very briefly. Don't talk about my character if you do not know me. One. Two. If you are going to tell the truth about me, I'm okay with that. What I am not okay with and what I will always be annoyed by is people lying on me. Mm-hmm. Because what you don't want to do is lie on me yeah. and then people see the true me and mm-hmm. then they know you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I never go for what anybody Yeah, I don't says. never believe what people say. I, when I they come and try saying. to tell me about somebody, I'm like, listen... I'm going to have my own experience with them. If I get fucked in the end, that's on me. But exactly. I, what I'm not going to do is listen to what you went through with that person and mm-hmm. believe you. And then that could be wrong. Right. So, so what's your knobby yes. for the week? Sorry, ours was a bit long winded. <laughs> I mean, I'm just listening to y'all. This sounds like that's what my knobby is. But not. I mean. It could be anything that happened to you during the week. Like that you just was not feeling like it. Don't if gotta you be had like, a good week, we could just make it about this realtor. 
But <laughs> yeah, nah. I mean, because I don't really, I don't really be having like bad weeks for real. Like you know, everybody go through personal stuff and like that's dope. Yeah. But I just like to cook and chill. That's you it. know what? Listen, that's a good don't, little don't mantra. Don't come on here, shot and try to <laughs> make me and Danny look like I we just, done had a fuck. No, no, no. Nah, it's not like saying like, that bad things don't happen because bad I'm things only happen in your life. She probably, she probably doesn't. You see, some people don't. Like bad things don't resonate with us, right? So she could just be one of those people, and that—that's where I'm trying to get to in my life. Like I don't let things like like stay on my mind. But you know, if something significant that fucks with me happens, for I me, get anxiety, and that's why it shit it shit yeah. fuck with me. That's only why. But see, with me, like when I have a problem <coughs> with people or with a situation or anything, I say how I feel. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I always tell people, say how you feel. Never of apologize. Course. I get in trouble for, for my. Fault. I say how, how I feel. I say how I feel. But then sometimes it's just like you know, like you could say how you feel and it still be annoyed. Like you can definitely, but mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I don't like to hold things in, so. I, it doesn't that's dope. render my whole week. Yeah. You know that's what I'm saying? Good. It may render that minute, that second, yeah. mm-hmm. but not the whole week. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, that's, so, that's dope. That's so, dope. Yeah. Guys, um, this episode was really different, but we really loved it because you're one of our first black entrepreneurs that we brought up here. Yeah. Nice. And we really enjoyed having you I on. I appreciate y'all One of many. Me. One and, of many. Um, I want you guys to continue following us at the Loud Ones Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, we're Loud Ones Podcast on Twitter. Um, our email is loudonespodcast at gmail.com. We have a website, www.theloudonespodcast.com. Um, we also have an email where you can send any requests for advice. It's help at com. And so, Chef Shy, let's plug all your things that you got going on. Your website, on. your foods, everything. I mean, everything is called It's More Than Cooking. It's phonetically spelled I-T-S-M-O-R-E-T-H-A-N-C-O-O-K-I-N-G. So if you want my website, www.itsmorethancooking.com. My Instagram, at It's More Than Cooking. My Facebook, is More Than Cooking. So where's your business located? 351 Legion Street, Brooklyn, New York. And do you have any info for the kids that want to sign up? Um, Just go on my website. More than cooking.com? It's more than cooking. Don't forget the it's. I-T-S. Oh, it's more than cooking.com. Cooking. Yep. And Danny, what's your handles? Um, I only have one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't use my Facebook much, so please don't go on it. You probably won't find me. Um, <laughs> my Instagram is at Danny Bonaducci. Um, go back to last week's episode to hear the spelling. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Last week's episode, and it was a few episodes. Listen to all the episodes and find out the spelling okay yep. guys listen but- and guys we have not been getting any um emails and i know you guys got questions um just- don't dm it we get dms though we get dms but, but can you email it because dms is hard to keep track they are and yes we we uh, while we encourage you to dm us yes. um thank we you would, for dming us we but- would like if you would email us because we would love and we to mentioned see the emails in our email every episode so the email is uh, preferred guys Please, but um y'all. anyways guys we're gonna catch you subscribe on the next like one to- subscribe yeah watch us on youtube um we appreciate that and uh, again guys you're gonna find us if you're listening to this anyways you found us but we're on all platforms so, <laughs> <laughs> um all right guys um thanks again to our special guest thank Chef you Shai. for having me thank of you course. thank you thank you <laughs> and so guys we'll catch you on the next episode bye guys, bye, guys. Mm.